This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1741. You needn't avoid these native English idioms. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, we highlight fun native idioms that you need to learn. Listen in for tips that will make you want to speak English so bad you can taste it. How's it going today, Aubrey? What are you up to? Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Ooh, really? Well, I actually won a volleyball tournament last night, which was so Oh fun. my gosh, congratulations. I heard you play a lot of volleyball. That's so I cool. do. This was sand volleyball. And oh it's really fun the way they do it because you play with one partner and they play three games at the men's height net where men okay. are like hitting and then three games at women's height, which is really fun because often we're shorter, us yes. ladies, yep. and it's hard to really hit well at the higher net. So it's really fun to be able to actually hit on a net that I can jump high enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know nothing about volleyball. You'll have to make an episode for us someday. We Ooh, can do an episode about what we can learn from volleyball about how to win at English. <laughs> nice. I love that. Some idioms about volleyball. But this yes. was a first for me. I'm, you know, I didn't play like college volleyball by any means. So I've right. just been and increasing my skills as I get older. And so this is the first time that I got first place at a tournament. And oh my gosh, it was very exciting. That's fantastic. <laughs> was it you and a partner that got first uh -huh. place or just you specifically? Did they pick out like individual people like stand out and a partner? Yeah, got we it. did the whole season with one partner. And every time you're paired up with two other people, and but then you win together as a partnership. So yeah, I and we started it. playing really well together. By the end, it was very fun. Fantastic. Fantastic. I hope we, we can hear more about that later. Yes. <laughs> <Love> awesome. <laughs> so quick role play here to start off. So nice. um, Aubrey, hey, you want to meet for drinks this weekend to celebrate your uh, volleyball win? Ooh, you needn't ask me twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So clearly you want to go, right? And have some drinks and celebrate the win, right? Yes. And this is a little tricky, right? You guys may not have heard this verb needn't very often. Mm -hmm. It means the same thing as you don't need to ask me twice, but we do yes. use this needn't. Yes. And a student actually emailed about this verb. Mm, I love it when we get these student questions. We've been doing a lot of questions lately. So I'm actually going to go ahead and read Martin's question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Martin says, hey girls, how's it going? I'm Martin Chow from Taiwan. 
who's also listened to Allers English for over a year now. That's awesome, Aubrey. We have a longtime listener here, Martin. Many thanks and always enjoying listening to you guys, to your voice. It's been really helpful uh, while learning English. I pump into a usage that surprised me. Okay, maybe he meant I bumped into a Mm, usage. I think that's what he meant. That surprised me a lot today. It's needn't and don't or doesn't need to. And I did some research on it. It seems that there's no difference or just minor differences between these two. And what I'm asking here is I just want to make sure which one natives use the most. FYI, before I bumped into this usage, what I learned was a normal verb. You know, you got to add auxiliary before a negative situation. Okay. I'll, um, mm-hmm. It'll make my day if you guys make this topic an episode. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, what a good I, yeah. question. Because I can imagine you guys out there hearing needn't, mm-hmm. realizing, maybe researching and seeing that it means the same thing as don't need to or doesn't yes. need to, but then not knowing when exactly should I use it? Right. Because you can't do this with every verb, right? right? Um, mm-hmm. It's just a few special ones. And so we'll talk about how often we actually do use it. So do I use it? I think it sounds like maybe you use it more than I do, Aubrey. I don't. Yeah, I do. I use it mostly to be funny or to make a situation lighthearted, like that example where you're like, "Hey, want to go grab a drink?" and be like, "Ooh, you needn't ask me twice." Mm, Okay, so you're being a you're elevating things a little bit, right? You are kind of being a little more formal, maybe just to be fun. Would you say? Yeah, I I guess it does sound a little more formal, but it's more that it's like lighthearted. It's lighthearted. More being sort of silly and fun because natives don't use it interchangeably with don't need to. Right. They're, maybe they used to, but they don't now, right? Right, right, right. That we should mention, right? There, it, mm-hmm. it does sound, if you don't use it in a funny, cute, fun way, it's going to sound kind of old fashioned. Exactly. Right. Because we don't just use it all the time. So for example, if someone's being really negative to sort of make the situation, diffuse the situation, make it more lighthearted, I might kind of elbow them and say, you needn't be such a downer. Whereas it would be sort of harsh and sound maybe cruel if I say, you don't need to be such a downer. Okay, that's really interesting. So this is an art of connection here, right? Where what we do is we do something a little rare with the language when we don't. And we talked about something like this in the last episode, too. How can we find that middle ground? You need to say something to the person because they're they're Mm -hmm. being a problem. They're creating a problem. But you don't want to say it so directly that you're using normal language. So you're using something a little abnormal. Interesting. Yeah, to diffuse the situation, to make sure they know you're sort of being playful in your criticism. You don't want it to be taken too seriously or too negatively, right? And body language too, right? You said nudge them a little bit with your elbow or something, that sort of thing. Yeah, but I would not use it in daily situations. Like if I were to tell my daughter, you know, she's going to the store and and she doesn't need to pick up eggs, I would never say, you needn't pick up eggs at the store. We have plenty. (laughs) Like you said, it sounds very old fashioned and not at all natural. It makes me think of this show that I watch sometimes called Ghosts. Have you have you Ooh, heard no. of that show? It's so it's a cool show. It's funny. It's a comedy. It's about this couple from New York. They moved into this old farmhouse in upstate New York. And in this farmhouse, the farmhouse is super haunted with like 10 ghosts that only the woman can see because she bumped her head. And the point is, they all represent a different decade or a different time <sighs> era where they died on that on that plant, not plantation, <sighs> on that farm. 
Um, and so it makes me think of the woman from the late 1800s, like the Victorian era. She would have said, oh, you needn't do this, right? This, you know, very formal language walking around in a dress and, you know, her husband right. is a robber baron and it's it's a whole other era. And I can I imagine check out that show. Yeah, I bet you'd like it. It's funny, <laughs> yes. actually. Yeah, it's really cool. You got a guy from the 80s and he speaks in a very 80s way. Oh, so kind of fun. like. <laughs> camp counselor dude yeah it's very cool <laughs> but this really highlights what we're doing here we're intentionally using very outdated 1800s way of speaking exactly. in order to be playful exactly. in order to you know lessen how harsh what we're saying is that's so interesting guys this is how to do it right you guys are ready for this you know if you're understanding 80 75 percent of the show you're ready to elevate your connection skills and do this kind of thing you know we do sometimes talk about things like this on social media don't we Aubrey we, yeah we often will share phrases expressions idioms that we use in a very nuanced way yep. and we'll just pick one in a social media post mm -hmm. that we often do we don't share it on the podcast so make sure you're following us on social media guys Instagram Facebook in Indeed, everywhere, wherever you find your social media so <laughs> yep. that you don't miss those. Absolutely. Go for it, guys. All right. So do we have any more, anything else we need to know here, Aubrey? What else do yeah, I thought it would be know? fun to share some idioms with the word need. Okay. And so first, I need that like I need a hole in the head. Oh my God, I this one I've never heard. <laughs> you have not. Before, no. I love brand it. new. <laughs> <laughs> it's we use it a lot in Idaho. It could be like okay. a Northwest thing or a rural thing, maybe. It sounds like a rural thing. What would thing? you guess it means, Lindsay? <laughs> uh like you don't want a hole in your head. Right. It sounds like uh not a good thing. So yeah, you're saying basically you don't want it. Right? Exactly, right? You mm -hmm. can kind of figure that out from the context. It mm -hmm. means you really don't need it. It sounds like a hunting term. Yeah, for yeah. sure. A hunting term a hunting where term. there was an accident or something. Oh, no. <laughs> someone went for the deer, but someone Ooh. got hit. I don't know. Oh, no. It oh, sounds no. bad. <laughs> yeah, we just use it like if ever. So let's say your landlord's raising your rent and mm -hmm. you're telling a friend about it. You're like, oh, my rent's going up. I need that like I need a hole in the head. And you're just, all you're saying is like, I really didn't want that to happen. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Or if you're trying to lose weight, oh, I need this donut. Like I need a hole in the head, but there's yes, a donut. You eat it. You know, there's 12 donuts right in front of you and you can't resist because who can resist donuts, right? Exactly. Not me. Yes. What's your favorite kind of donut, by the way? <laughs> I just like a glazed twist, but they have to oh, be very fresh. Okay. If a donut isn't like fresh out of the oven, it's dead to me. I don't want it. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. For me, it's the chocolate glazed. You got the chocolate and then you got the glaze on top. Oh, mm, so good. Those so are good, good too. But yeah. keep in mind, you can also use these to talk about something that already happened, right? Okay. So like, let's say you get a flat tire on the freeway and you're telling a friend about it. You could say, I needed that like I need a hole in the head. So you would yeah. just change that first verb to the past tense because it already happened. I needed that. And the rest is the same. Like I need a hole in the head. Oh, yeah. Or a big medical bill. You know, in the US, mm. we have kind of our medical systems a little screwed up, right? And so we do sometimes when we if we have a big emergency, you could get a big ER or ambulance bill, right? A surprise yes. could show up at your doorstep $20,000, right? Oh, right, I needed that bill, like I needed a hole in my head, right? So exactly. That's the idea. Yeah. So I'm gonna point out, because you're unfamiliar with this idiom, mm -hmm. this happens all the time for our students that if you don't use it word for word, <laughs> 
word right. <laughs> it sounds so weird. I made a mistake. Yes, yes I love it. I you love just it. said I need a hole in, in my, my head, head, which it's so funny. It's so similar, but it sounded really <laughs> off to me because I only hear it exactly like I need a hole in the head. Mm-hmm. I love that I'm learning here. I'm learning a lot of new things with you, Aubrey, here. This That's is so great. Interesting. <laughs> and it's funny how it changed it so much for me to say, like, I need a hole in my head, made it personal. Like, I'm envisioning you with a hole in your head. That's terrible. Interesting. Whereas the actual expression, like, I don't think of it that way, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating. Because I honestly have never heard this expression before. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. So now we have real empathy for our listeners, oh, yeah. right? You guys are learning all these new phrases and expressions. So write these down in the exact way. Right, exactly. You hear them. Right, they mm-hmm. really idioms really have to be word for word, mm-hmm. or it just sounds really off to the native speaker, and yeah. sometimes it can change the meaning. You change yes. one word with a phrasal verb, and the meaning changes entirely. Same thing with idioms. Interesting. And in that case, for you, it made it too personal. Right. right? I'm like, oh no, a hole in your head. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So funny. Okay, love it. All right. What All right else? Let's do what another else? one. Yeah. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So mm-hmm. I really love this one to say that you need something so bad you can taste it, right. which is the total opposite mm-hmm. meaning. Yeah, <laughs> this one a hole I know. In the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good, right? So you're just yeah, exactly. So passing an exam, right? You really need it. It's, you're gonna get it. You know, you're feeling confident or doing well in an interview. You need to do well, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So if you're talking to a friend about this interview, you might say, "Oh, I need to do well. I need this so bad I can taste it." Yes, yes. Or bigger things that you want. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is where I think of this one the most is more, oh, this new car, right? I have my eye on this new car. Or it's Friday before vacation. Vacation is so close, I can taste it. Or I need this vacation so bad, I can taste it. Yeah. And you made a good point there that we do often use it with need. I need this so bad I can taste it, but don't necessarily have to, right? We can say, I want this so bad or just vacations so close I can taste it. So the actual Mm -hmm. idiom is just that you can taste it because the anticipation is there. Exactly. Or when you're Mm -hmm. under contract for a house, but you know that you you don't know if things are going to fall through. It's a sense of desiring something and coveting something and it's close, but you're not quite there yet. Yeah. I imagine you felt that not too long ago, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You never know. I mean, for that, you're usually under contract for a full month and anything could happen. Anything could happen as they say. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We got one more here. This is really funny. Yes. All right. So need your head examined. (laughs) Yes. Right. This, we use this to, when we don't agree with someone Mm -hmm. and it's sort of a playful way. It's similar to saying you're crazy, right? To be like, oh, you need your head examined. It sounds so mean because what you're literally saying is that they should see a psychiatrist. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. So obviously be careful who you're saying this around and make sure people know that you are just being playful 
playful here, right? Exactly. You don't want right? to insult anyone or anything like that because they may actually be seeing a psychiatrist or something. So we just want to be careful. Yeah, you have to think um, about what you're actually saying. This is it is idiomatic still because mm-hmm. when you say this to someone, you don't really mean that exactly. they need a doctor to examine their head. All you're saying is I disagree with you, but in yes. a playful way, like you said. So really be careful when you say this. Probably not in a business meeting. This is going to mm-hmm. be with a friend. Like a friend is doing something you disagree with or think is silly. Be like, oh, you need yeah. your head examined. Yeah. I mean, there is a place for this kind of thing, right? Just having fun with your friend, kind of poking fun at your friend. Um, oh, yeah. And it I've said this to a friend to when they tell me they're going to run a marathon. I'm like, ooh, oh, you need your head examined. Interesting. <laughs> because I okay. wouldn't want to do that. It sounds torturous. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Where it's a clash of values kind of, right? Where you're saying I would never do that. It's just not something I want to do. But you, so I can't see the world the way you do, right? Right. And you, you know, you're not, they're not going to interpret it as literal. They just know that I'm saying it's almost a compliment to them. Like, oh man, I could never do that. So jokingly, you're like, well, you need your head examined. Like I would not want to do that. Let's give some more examples for our listeners. So they'll know, right. Um, Going off sugar. Right. What about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that for sure. That's going to come up in our role play in a minute. Yeah. Because, yeah, there are lots of times where I'll go off sugar and I'll be out with someone and then I can't order a drink or I can't order a dessert and they find out I'm off sugar. And I have had a friend tell me this, you know, oh, you need your head examined (laughs) because they would not want to go off sugar. (laughs) When you go off sugar, how long do you go off of it? What do you typically do? It's usually 30 days, like for a month. And it's usually with other friends, like challenging each other, sort of just to see if we can do it. Got it. Um, But I rarely make it the full 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. But do you feel different at the end if what for however long you make it, like two weeks or three weeks? Do you feel yeah, I feel different after days because Hmm. some of our listeners out there might not eat as much sugar as I do, so they might not notice it so much. But I am oh my heck, I'm like lots of sugar in my coffee and then sugar and then cookies after lunch and all day it's a problem I didn't know that that's interesting (laughs) okay good to know good to know and you know the average person could just say okay you know I'll eat a little less sugar I'm not very good at that so I need something more extreme (laughs) you have to swear it off entirely is that how you are kind of okay cold turkey got it (laughs) have to go cold Mm. turkey for as long (laughs) as I can I like but it. it's I interesting like it. to point out there are some specific conversation topics that you might disagree on where I would not recommend you use this. Something mm. more serious, like if you're talking about politics or religion and having a very polite, respectful conversation, mm-hmm. you would never say this to someone because it's always going to be offensive. There's nothing playful about those conversations, right? Yes. And we've done other episodes in the past, guys, about how to what to say in those situations. Mm. You know, things like, okay, we agree to disagree or or maybe right. we'll talk about this again later. There are other things, but certainly this is more of a lighthearted, funny mm-hmm. thing, kind of poking fun at the person, you know, something I might use this for out here in Colorado. There's a big tradition of rock climbing out here and it feels like mm. everyone's getting into it. But <laughs> um, some people like it's to go without you. ropes and crazy things <laughs> oh, like no. that, you know? Um, and I would say to them, oh, wow, you're brave, but I think you need your head examined, you yes. know? Right. Um, that's a good it's example. It's a synonym. I feel like it's a good parallel or synonym. If you would say to someone, you're crazy, you yeah. could say this. You need your yes. head examined, right? It really has the same meaning. Yes. And in the same way you would say it, like you're not going to tell someone they're crazy when you're discussing politics or religion, but no. something like that, but you see someone's doing something very risky or brave or going off sugar and you think it's nuts. You, if mm-hmm. you would say, oh, you're crazy, you can say, oh, you need your head examined. 
Exactly. I love it. So let's run through the role play real quick. We're going to do this right. one quickly because we got to get off the mic here. Um, <laughs> but in this case, we are talking about your latest fad diet, right? Okay, your, ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you needn't laugh, but I'm going off sugar again. I feel like you do this once a year and it lasts maybe a month. <laughs> it's true, but this time I'm going to stick with it. Well, I'm not about to give up sugar. I would have extreme withdrawals and I need that like I need a hole in the head. Yeah, the withdrawals are pretty nuts. The first few days are miserable. Why do you put yourself through that? I think you need your head examined. <laughs> well, maybe. I think I like the challenge. And of course, it's a lot healthier. I just eat way too much sugar on the daily. Sometimes all I can think about is the next treat I'm going to eat. And I want it so bad I can taste it. Well, you needn't call me when you break down and eat sugar. It's inevitable. Nice. <laughs> I don't have very much confidence in you here. <laughs> and you shouldn't. You know me too well. <laughs> That's interesting. That's, I didn't know you were so into sugar. Well, we're all into sugar. We love it. Everyone loves yeah. sugar. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go through these. The first one I said, you needn't laugh. Mm -hmm. So I'm using this intentionally to kind of sound old fashioned just to be silly because I yeah. know you're going to laugh at me. Exactly. And then I said, and I need that like I need a hole in the head, as we said before, not mm, my withdrawals. expression, guys, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you said, I think you need your head examined when I'm putting myself through these sugar withdrawals. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then you said, I'm going to eat and I want it so bad I can taste it, right? Yes, literally, next you can treat. taste that sugar, right? You're salivating. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like imagining what it will taste like. Mm -hmm. And then you used needn't again. You can see the playfulness here to say, well, you needn't call me when you break down and eat sugar. Exactly. So it's a, it's a fun banter we're having. I'm teasing you a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're sharing something you're going to try. I don't have a ton of confidence in you, but I'm challenging you a little bit. Guys, this is banter. This is fun, right? Yes. And then we Love had it. a little bonus. I said on the daily, mm -hmm. which just means every day, but it's yes. a very fun native natural way to say that. I love it. All right, uh, Michelle. No, Aubrey. <laughs> I'm not offended. <laughs> this always happens. Oh, my God. What's the takeaway for our listeners? What should we leave our listeners with? I feel like they've gotten a lot today. Yes, it was such a great listener question. Definitely send your questions, guys. But these are all fun native idioms that you can use whenever you're talking about something you do or don't need. You do mm -hmm. want to be careful because there's a fine line between poking fun and being playful and giving offense, right? Yeah, we need to find that line. And it really does depend on who you're around. So our job here mm -hmm. at Allers English is to give you the language, give you the skills, and then you decide when it's appropriate to use it, who's around, who might feel bad by your comment and when mm -hmm. it is appropriate, right? That's mm -hmm. the key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is such a fun episode. I love idioms. I'm good a huge fan stuff, of idioms. Aubrey. All right. I'll see you very soon. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.